Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Wrestling, Video Games, and Animal Politics. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Tyler Yoakum. I know I turned the volume off, Tyler Yoakum, before. You always say you turn the volume off, but then for somehow, then somehow the volume's on. Yeah. Oh, hey, welcome to New Hope oh. Underground. Oh, we're on. We're recording. Uh, I'm Darren Hansen. I'm Tyler Yoakum. Hey, another simple introduction. It just It's us going about our lives, followed by the red light comes on. <laughs> and and thus underground is born. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like when some somebody said to me one time I in a, in a sermon after a sermon I really like your jokes. I'm like those aren't jokes. That's my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that's what the people love about you and this show is you know it's just it's just, just your, raw. It's just our lives. No. Tyler Yoakum Raw. That sounds like a movie <laughs> or like a wrestling or wrestling tournament. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe both. Were you ever into WWE? You know, I just never could get into it. I, I have friends that were really into it. And I mean, just really couldn't get enough of it. The whole thing is like, I know, I know a couple people that even here at New Hope that are, are into like wrestling, like on like, oh, a, yeah. like, I don't know if they're called minor leagues or like, like, well, I don't Jared know. Jared Erickson. Yeah. He, he does uh refing. He refs, yeah. And he also is a, a character, like a manager of a wrestler. Yes. He does the character kind of bit. And so I've talked to him a little bit about it, but I, I never, I don't think I was allowed to watch wrestling as a kid for a long time, and so that's what started <laughs> me not being a fan of it, but then yeah. I just, I don't understand, like, because everyone knows it's not real, right? Or or is it real? I don't, no, I, I think that's the big debate, right? Right. You know, we're starting to become one of those conspiracy podcasts because we got done talking about Santa Claus not too long ago. And then aliens before and aliens. that. <laughs> and now we're on to is wrestling real? Yeah. I don't know how wrestling. big I don't know how big of a WWE like, you know, fan base there is that listens to this. But if you if you watch It's you know, huge though. It is huge. I mean it is huge. Oh yeah. We got some huge stars like Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, don't bring him up. Well, I'm just saying no, he, that's he, how yeah. he became famous, though. Oh, isn't for it? sure, yeah. And now, I mean, he was on the Super Bowl starting lineup. I mean, he was like introducing the football players at the Super Bowl in a video yeah. kind of thing. All be all from a from, WWE career, and he's on every movie known the man. Yeah, too many, really. Yeah, but that's that's another conversation. I know, but I'm just think it's huge. It's no, it is huge. Worldwide. Yeah. Well, John Cena. I mean, he's in a bunch of movies even now. Do you remember any? Like growing up, do you remember any of the WWE stars or what? Was it WWE then? It was w, used to be WWF, right? Back in the day. No, I, I mean I remember John's. Like I just remember the people going John Cena. You know that thing. <laughs> That's all I remember about any of it. But uh. only thing I recall is my brother and I. Every once in a while, we would just go rent a video game, and we always wanted to rent one. We didn't have much time together, and we always we always want to rent one where you can put it in and not have to worry about directions you just know right away you're gonna start pounding on each other so a wwf wwe games are always good for right that, yeah because you, know, you just get in a ring and start going just hit buttons and yeah start beating each other up that's good it's good that you guys did that on a video game and not like in person yeah exactly right <laughs> well we, we always just thought we found it kind of ironically funny yeah because it was so against our personalities right Oh, for sure. We found one game that was called Backyard Wrestling or something like that. Oh, like Backyard Baseball. <laughs> we tried out three games, right? <laughs> and we put in one game, and it's like, these are way too many. We can't figure this out. I don't know how to even push, what buttons. Right. There's too much of a storyline. Put in the second game, same thing. Put in the third game, we got Backyard Wrestling. <laughs> 
instantly. It's just pick up whatever you got in the backyard and hit each other with it or throw at <laughs> each other. <laughs> pick up a swing set, it's throw it at each other. It's the easiest yeah. kind of video game, yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it was really violent. And I'm like, wow. I, now I understand why parents are you know, kind of upset with. Oh, yeah. Even video games that are like rated E are like kind of crazy sometimes. Anyway. Do you think that they have long-lasting effects on people? Oh, we're going. Yeah, let's take it there. Um, I, I mean, do, we're already on the conspiracy right, trail. Right, right. Let's I, I don't think there is a correlation between violent video games and violent um, personalities. You don't? I don't. Do you think the they think it's the other way around? Like violent personalities, uh, they concoct violent video games. <laughs> I would say, I would say it might be worth investigating the people that create you know violent games. Maybe like have them like take a take a test or something to see if they're angry. You know, know, I was reading this, and I'm not sure if it's true or not, but I would assume that probably there is a little degree of truth. But, like, the military forces aren't really too upset with the idea that these kids that are coming into the military have already got some Call of Duty experience. Oh, no, I totally would see that. Actually, I feel like I've seen something where some of, like, the training that that people do in the military now are play Call of Duty-style games. In fact, my my nephew used to do that. In fact... One time he was telling me kind of a funny story. He was in a room of computers doing a training simulation, uh, which was an actual simulation, but he was so used to Call of Duty and stuff that his his avatar, his guy, yeah, uh, he was on top of a house, and he had to work his way down and get into the, the fight, basically, with his group, right. reunite with his troop. Yeah. And this is supposed to be actual training. Right. But he just forgot about the limitations, and he jumped off the roof, <laughs> oh. <laughs> broke his legs. <laughs> Yeah, and, and he had to like low crawl to try to find people. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and he said the problem is that happened at the beginning of the training time. So, so he had broken legs the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, be it, careful. Yeah, don't mimic the games, right. kids. Those aren't based on real life. You know, yeah, you, can't you can't just, just jump off the roof of a building. You can't jump off the roof of a building. And expect not to be you know well, hurt. Some at least hurt. Yeah. Not so all that to say, WWE's not real. Do you right? think? Do you think some people think they respawn? You know what I mean, like, <laughs> like they go life? into they go into military the military thinking like, oh, I'll, I'll I mean, be okay. I'll just, I'll just I'll just find a health pack. Yeah, I'll just crawl find, around until I find, find a health pack. pack. I think that's find how I, I don't play any game. I don't play any first person like shooter games because I'm so bad at them. But I think that's a premise, right? I am too. I'm, I'm so that guy bad. that stands in the corner and throws grenades on himself, <laughs> not sure what's going on. Yeah, I have no clue how to play any of those video games. But. Yeah, but my brother, he's great at them. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's I, what makes me say that I don't think there's a correlation between like violent video games and violent. Because he's real passive. He's like real chill. But he play. He's, I mean, he plays all those games, and he's chill. Yeah. So I don't know. But that's it's a very small. Uh, I would think that subject. to some degree, your brain's got to recognize. Okay, this is not real. Right. Kind of thing. Right. I think people are saying that that line's becoming more and more blurred with the increased ability technology if you will to make things more realistic right everything looks so much more real now yeah yeah that's true i don't know hey there's a sermon in there so oh, there really is gosh wow call of duty is that the series <laughs> title we go with there we go yeah we just have a whole series of uh different series of, of sermons based on video game titles <laughs> that'll definitely hit a certain demographic there's also a, a wwe series somewhere in there too that we can we can get put together oh you bet so what would we call that the who the belt, the belt. Oh, 
We need we, we got some good names. Wrestling, wrestling with God. Wrestling with God. We do the other Jacob. Uh, yeah. Story. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Hey, we could even do a uh, like a call it call it a duty. I mean, that's there's there's the name right there. Yeah. I mean, what else? What else do you need? <laughs> how about Minecraft? Like, what's your craft? Like, how has uh, God gifted you? Yes. No, that's <laughs> what's Minecraft. What's Minecraft? <laughs> Everyone's just like those guys don't know what, what know. Minecraft is. See, do this they? is what we do, folks. We yeah. sit around here and we try to come up with uh, creative ideas for no, a series. None of this was a, a church. None of this was supposed to be part of our podcast, but here we are, going for it. You know, hey, that's what we do. Yeah, we just like talk. you said, there's just a microphone in the room. It's just Tyler Raw, Tyler Yoakum Raw. You know, that's right, Tyler Yoakum Raw. <laughs> It'd be in, in theaters in 2021. Stay so, uh, I was reading a story. Oh, and okay. This is hilarious, I think, but I have noticed, and I don't know if it's just me or if just if this really is true, but in all the different kinds of weird news and odd news stories that are out there, animals are like a part of every story. Yeah. It's getting it's getting to be overrun with animal stories. Yeah. I, well, it should just call it odd animal stories. Yeah. I mean, everything from alligator is found in shopping area. Uh, at local mall, right to a boa constrictor is found in somebody's couch. Both of those sound like they would have happened in Florida. Kangaroos stop traffic. Actually, caused an accident down in Australia this week. Oh, that's uh yeah. There's all sorts of you know weird. I read an article about a owl, O O W L, not A L, <laughs> about an owl. Uh, who can't get off the ground. He can't fly because he's too obese. Oh, that's awful. I know. Wow. Just story after story of animals. And so I have another animal story for okay. you that I just, for some reason, my eyes went to this and said, this is funny. <laughs> but there's a little town in Vermont called Fairhaven, Vermont. Oh, that sounds beautiful. And they, last year, elected a mayor of the town Okay. that happened to be a goat. Lincoln. For, for real. His name is Lincoln. Lincoln the goat. And yeah, he he won by like three votes last year. By three votes. So <laughs> now I'm not sure they call him Pet Mayor. So I'm I'm not sure if he actually ran against anybody, right? Uh, or if it was just kind of I think it's a fundraiser joke kind of thing. Uh, and it's Fairhaven, Vermont. Fairhaven, Vermont. But this year he's getting a challenger, and that is the local canine police dog Sammy. Oh, Sammy. Sammy is running against Lincoln. For the mayor of Fairhaven, Vermont. So I, I just wanted you to, I think it's called, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And I just wanted you to know about that. Um, now, here's here's the thing. I'm starting to believe, after listening to this story and, and looking at it and reading it, um, I'm starting to believe that maybe we have found the answer to our political troubles in this in this country. Oh, okay. That we need to start voting in animals. You, you know, yeah. I'm not so sure that it would go much worse or, or better. Right. You know? you've. I mean, honestly, you do not have to convince me. Convince the listeners, but I'm 100 <laughs> percent sold on this. So, I mean, what animal would you want, Tower Yoakum, in like some of the highest offices of the land? If, uh, you, were, if you were to vote yeah. in, like Lincoln the goat against Sammy the German Shepherd, which one would you vote for there? I mean, uh, Sammy does have some yeah. canine experience, just so you right, know. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm partial to dogs always, I feel like. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Lincoln is such a, you know, it's such a... Statesly. St- so stately, like yeah, po- very stately. political. 
political name. Yes. And so I, and I did, I Googled, I mean, I just Googled what you told me. And the first article I found was, it was from back in, uh, March of 2019. And it says Lincoln, the goat sworn in as Fairhaven's new mayor immediately <laughs> defecates. <laughs> like that's <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not so sure that that's much different. Right. <laughs> than the reaction that we get. Right. Almost on a weekly basis from a lot of, a lot right. of our politics. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody gets voted in and they immediately defecate. Yeah. No, this is incredible. Um, so I did just see I, over the weekend I saw a TikTok of of, of a golden retriever mayor in um, some town and I couldn't tell if it was real like they really see it, it this re- is starting to spread they then. really voted in a dog as a mayor or if it was like kind of like an idea of like just a pet like kind of a side thing but now this is making me wonder if it really was mayor because it looks like this goat really is the mayor I'm like <laughs> I'm like trying to read through this article I wonder what he does like I saw a video of the goat and they had like one of those little coats on him and it said mayor. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm and looking at. And they were at. taking him around town. Yeah. And uh I I guess he does he does I'm sure he does all the like formal stuff like right. the parades and the town celebrations, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Right. But I'm not sure what else, what he if he actually signs papers or right. makes decisions on city workers. <laughs> but then came the second problem. How does the goat sign the necessary paperwork? This article reads. Um some the someone had thought ahead. They produced an ink pad that Mayor Elect Lincoln reluctantly stepped on with her <laughs> right front hoof. Reluctantly, and so it's a female. Her name her name's Lincoln. She then made her signature. Wait a minute, it's a female goat named Lincoln. It's true, Mayor okay. Elect. Yep, uh, her right front hoof. She then made her signature by stomping on the papers until it was done. Now is her name just Lincoln, or is it Mary Todd Lincoln? It looks like it's just Lincoln. Okay, yeah. Just curious. Well, it's interesting. So. uh Mary Todd Lincoln here might is running against Sammy, the police dog, the canine police dog, this year for 2020 elections. And it's going to be brutal. Hey, do you, could you Google? I'm just curious. Is this like the first ever animal that's a mayor of a town? Because I, I swore a few years back I read about a donkey becoming a mayor of some sort of western town. I don't know if that's true or not. Hmm. But I, who knows? I, I'm just curious what the first animal, if there was a mayor before, when I say mayor, I I know I'm sounding like I'm saying of a female horse. Right. It's not that kind of mayor. Yes. I'm not very good at saying things very well. <laughs> mayor? Mayor. Mayor. Not Ma- John Mayor. May- mayor. Mayoral. Mayor. Mayoral. Mayoral candidate. Kind of like Mayor mayor McCheese. Right. That's how I remember it. But anyway. Uh, man. Um, five of the nation's most accomplished animal mayors. <laughs> That's what they, this article they, they says. They have like accomplished in November accomplishments. Of tw- in November of 2016, a pit bull named uh, Brenneth <laughs> Brenneth Paltro <laughs> instead of Gwyneth Paltrow. It's Paul Bo- Brenneth Paltro. Paltro. Uh, like Paul. No relation. It says was elected mayor of Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. She beat out a cat, a chicken, and a donkey for the title. <laughs> oh man! But Paltro's political success was nothing new. Uh, so, so there have been several animal mayors. I mean, this isn't a new thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still so confused to figure out if this is real or not. Can you actually find a list of accomplishments? You mentioned that. Well, I, I would like, I would like to know these, what some of these animals have accomplished while in office. Well, it's, it's, yeah, I, I guess it's the most accomplished animal mayors, but it doesn't talk really too much about their accomplishments. There's Lucy Liu, uh, who, uh, she's a border collie. A border collie. That held office in Rabbit Hash. 
Um, oh, so this back is the same in town in Kentucky. Lucy is the only. Wait, was Rabbit Hash? Well, if you've got a town, <laughs> this name is why I, this is why I shouldn't be reading articles on the air because uh, it's just me just trying to process information. No, that's all right. That's all right. It's if you have a town called Rabbit Hash, do you, I mean, you have to have an animal mayor, right? I yeah, we would assume so. Yeah. And I'm surprised it's not a rabbit. Oh, so this is the signature accomplishment of Lucy Liu, which is sad. This is the only dog mayor of Rabbit Hash not to die in office. It says, <laughs> which is sad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I don't. I guess. So the mortality rate is pretty pretty low if you become animal right. mayor. Yeah. Duke, a nine-year-old Great Pyrenees, has been elected a ceremonial mayor, which I, which means not legitimate, right? Ceremonial mayor, <laughs> right? Um, in Minnesota, not so once, the, not so twice, but three times. The other ones are legit. It seems as if, yeah. Well, let me let me ask this: What if, like, you're a, a citizen of that town, and you accidentally run over the mayor? I think that's a federal crime, right? Is it a crime? I think. It's, I mean, you, I think you it's go to punishable, jail, yeah. I mean, is there? I'm just kind of curious. Right. I think that goes to. Doesn't <laughs> that go to like federal court? At I mean, that normally, point? would it if you hit a dog? I mean, it wouldn't normally. You no, know, you it's wouldn't an go accident to. And... But if it's the mayor, the mayor dog, you you think <laughs> that you think that the gov- the local government would do a better job of keeping their eyes <laughs> on the on the mayor dog. They wouldn't I, let him run around the streets, right? I know. No. I know. This is this is really interesting. If this whole thing puts us into so many questions, I've got so many questions. So many. It's a quandary. It really is. But I. But I am. I do think that maybe, if this was to catch fire, let's say across America, yeah, and we started putting all sorts of animals into our political offices, that possibly we might become closer together as a country. I think violence would stop. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Think so. Probably not. People will still play video games. That's true. Hey, stuffers. Welcome back to Stuff with Tyler. It's the part of the show where I tell you some stuff. And as you know, on this season of Stuff with Tyler, we have been doing a segment within a segment uh, every week without fail. It has the same name. You know the name. I know the name. Let's say it together. If you You know the origin of these these English phrases, phrases, you you are are a certified genius. genius. So every... I try to say it with you. You know, you do do pretty good. You just have a hard time remembering what what it's called. I need a cue card. No, it's it's fine. I like it this way, you know. It'll be exciting the week you like remember the title of my segment within a segment that we do every week. So it is possible. I mean, let's just throw this out here now. It is possible that I will be certified as a genius. Completely today. certified. I'll, I'll I'll design you a certificate and everything. No one get your hopes up, <laughs> but especially me. So but so basically, so basically, what's going to happen is I'm going to tell you kind of a commonly used. Uh, phrase that we say in in english and and you tell me the origin of that phrase okay and the you get or, origin yeah you get well, like where the phrase comes from roughly yeah and also okay. it's, a, it's multiple choice so i'll give you a few options oh okay yeah yeah and you just tell me which of them they so are so a genius is determined by multiple choice it's true we, we have a pretty <laughs> low bar here at underground for what a certified genius is um yep yeah, so the first one is bite the bullet okay I know where that comes from. Oh, you don't even... Okay, what's it come from? Uh, that comes from uh, in the Old West when they didn't have any medication. And you had, a, you had to bite the bullet because they would put it in the, a bullet in their mouth to to like bite down on when their pain was too great. 
That's correct. Doctors used to ask patients to bite down on a bullet to ease the pain of surgery. Yeah, there you go. Wow. You don't... You don't even need, you're higher than, uh, I'm genius, genius. Yeah. You're more of a genius than anyone that needs multiple choice. All right. Butter someone up. And just so you know, if this was high school musical, I would not be a genius. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's all really subjective on what the material is, but, uh, okay. Butter someone up. These are, do you want, do you want to hear the options for this? Yeah. You better give them to me. Okay. The pilgrims gave native Americans butter to lull them into a false sense of security. Wow, that sounds really conspiratorial. Yeah. In the story of Hansel and Gretel, the witch put butter on them and told them it was a magic ointment. Butter someone up. Wow. Um, It was a custom in ancient India to seek favor with the gods by throwing butter at religious statues. Okay, I'm going to throw that one out because this is a Western type of understanding. Uh, Hansel and Gretel would be German. And there's one more. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, I'm sorry. bakers used to add more butter to their cakes in order to save money on flour. That sounds more like 1920s, 1900 America. Butter someone up. Yeah, it was actually ancient India to was seek really? favor with the gods by throwing butter at religious statues. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and, and then it got. Why it, would that become such a Western? I know, right? Thing. Yeah, maybe this. Well, I threw that's the one I threw out automatically. I know. Yeah, there goes my genius level. No, no, in seven out of question. nine. Seven out of nine is what you have to get to be a certified oh, genius. Well, I'm so on my way down. You're on your way. <laughs> Mad as a Hatter. The options are: it comes from the Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Mad Hatter disease, which came from the mercury used in hats and poisoned people. Uh, during the Renaissance, hat makers uh, protested new laws that raised the price of felt. Uh, the Catholic Church first used the phrase to call Henry VIII's sanity into question when he tried to break from the institution. I'm going to go with that one, the Catholic Church. It was actually Mad Hatter disease, which the, came the from mercury. the mercury used in hats. That was my second pick. Oh. Man, I should have went with that. It's okay. Well, you can still get seven out of nine, okay? Well, yeah, I got to get so, all of so them. you got to get right. all of them, yeah, yeah. Um, this is hard. It is tough, yeah. yeah. And go ahead and You can go ahead and pull over in your car and play. You know, I want you to pull over just to, so you're not I focused. I jumped on this with Bite the Bullet, and I thought, I'm I'm yeah, good to go, but now it. I'm biting the bullet myself. <laughs> as you perform uh, as all I, sorts of as surgery As I perform some uh, intellectual surgery here. Uh, turn a blind eye. Is it, in the Bible, King Solomon blinded himself so that he wouldn't have to acknowledge the horrors of the world? The phrase comes from the folk song Blind Eyes about an emperor who pretended to see even though he was actually blind. Uh, it's in reference to people who lose their vision, but the historian who translated the phrase from the French made a mistake. Uh, or a British admiral who was blind in one eye and didn't see a retreat signal and led his men into battle anyway. I'll go with the latter because it makes sense to what the meaning is. The British admiral? Yes. That's correct. Thank you. Yes. Right. does make sense to the meaning uh, because no. he doesn't see it. He turned. He turned a blind eye. When you blind. turn a blind eye, it means that I don't want to see it. Right. So I'm going to go do whatever uh, I want to do anyway. Yeah. So I don't see, In other words, if I if I see a warning signal, it says stop, I'm going to go. So I'm going to turn a blind eye to the stop signal and go anyway. It's kind of like spoiler alert for those of you that have not seen the movie 1917. There you go. It's kind of like what he was trying to do in 1917 yeah, was yeah. like let this guy know and because and they said make sure there were witnesses because yeah he might still try and go into battle He'll anyway. He'll turn a blind eye. He'll turn a blind eye. Give someone the cold shoulder. Is it Shakespeare used this phrase to describe when someone behaved coldly with another person? 
Is it French aristocrats would turn the heat down to make their guests cold so that they would leave? Uh, is it in England people gave their guests cold meat so that they would leave? The meat usually came from the shoulder of the animal. Or women who wore shirts with exposed shoulders were said to be courting the devil and wishing ill on others. Wow, this is tough because I could I could see this going everywhere. Yeah. Um, it was Shakespeare used the phrase, French aristocrats would turn down the heat. Um, in England, people would give their guests cold meat so they would leave. Uh, women who wore shirts with exposed shoulders were said to be courting the devil. I'm actually, even though I'm, and my gut tells me this is wrong, but my head's like, I'm going to pick it. Yeah. French aristocrats. French aristocrats. Oh, it's wrong. Oh. It, was, it was in England, people would give their guests cold, cold meat, meat so that they would leave. Which seems interesting, but we would give cold meat if you like somebody. I mean, yeah, it's a well, charcuterie board. I should have guessed know? that because in Europe, I mean, they like everything warm. Oh yeah, no ice for anything, right? Yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right, well, you're not gonna be certified as a genius today, but we might. You want to? I mean, we can we can go through these. Okay, pretty yeah. quick here. Uh, Is there like a second tier genius? Yeah, yeah, you'll be like average, kind of smart. You'll be average. <laughs> <laughs> uh, read the Riot Act. Uh, Shakespearean play famously uh, contained riots in the third act. Uh, Greek mythology says that Athena, the goddess of wisdom, left a tablet on earth for, with guidelines for success, meaningful uh, meaningful protesting that became known as the Riot Act. Uh, the Riot Act refers to the Puritan law that said that a gathering of six or more women could not involve alcohol, lest be considered a riot. Uh, the Riot Act was enacted uh, in England in 1714 and said that if 12 people were gathered and appeared unruly, the police could ask them to disperse. Gosh, this is tough. But I'm going to go with the Puritans. All right. The riot act refers to Puritan law. It's wrong. It was about England in 1714 that if 12 or more uh, people were gathered, the police could break them up. Holy cow. This is a tough quiz. If anyone does better, if anyone gets a genius on this, we want to hear from you. Yeah. If you, if you guessed them right before I said the answer, then, then let us know. Hit the hay. Hay was short for hayseed, and people used to eat hayseed in order to fall asleep faster. Before going to sleep, farmers hit their bales of hay with a shovel to scare off critters. Louise Hay was a famous sleep psychologist who uh, patented a method to combat insomnia where people used to literally hit their beds to arrange the hay in their mattress. Literally hit the beds. That's correct. All right. Yeah. Did you ever have a bed made of hay? Myself. No, I didn't. No? Okay. no, my uh, pet horse always took exception. <laughs> uh, go the whole nine yards. And football coaches say this to refer to the last nine yards before a touchdown, which are the hardest to get across. Tailors used to say this when they needed many yards of fabric. During World War II, fighter pilots w were equipped with the nine with nine yards of ammunition. Uh, or during the uh, Constitutional Convention, the delegates would fill very long scrolls, keeping minutes of their discussions. Well, that went really fast. What was the first one? Uh, football coaches would refer to the last nine yards before touchdown, which are the hardest to get across. Um, actually, I think it's a fighter pilot thing. Fighter pilot. That's correct. All right. Fighter pilots were equipped with nine yards of ammunition. I'm on a roll. And the last one, piece of cake. Is it? Since cake is easy to make, piece of cake refers to an easy situation. In eight, the 1870s, cake were given out as competition prizes, so it was easy to get them. Or a piece of cake is easier to eat than a whole cake. Okay, first one it was since cake is easy to make, piece of cake oh. refers to an easy and situation. The second one was in the eighteen seventies, cake were given out as competition prizes, okay. so it was easy to get them. Or a piece of cake is easier to eat than a whole piece or than a whole cake. Um. Yeah, I'll go with that. Prizes. 
the cake was given out as prizes. That's correct. Man. Yeah. You got an 83%. I didn't do too or, bad after all. Or no, you got five out of nine right. I came storming back. And you scored better than 83% of other people that have taken this. So I came storming you, back. You crushed it, yeah. Wow. Well, it just it just goes to show I'm an old soul. Well, I, I when I when I obviously we do this quiz every week, but in constructing it, I thought this this makes a lot of sense for you just because you know a lot about history and just like the origin of things. You mean and, I'm weird? No, no, I'm a nerd. I mean, you do know some pretty <laughs> random stuff, but uh, some stuff that I think you all should know is that Vision Sunday is coming up this Sunday, February 9th. So be sure to join us at one of our services um, so that you can be a part of celebrating Pastor Van and Lori for their over 25 years of leadership and hear where we're going as a church. Uh, we have our junior high youth conference that's happening on March 6th and 7th in Bloomington, Illinois. The cost is $50, and we ask that if you're uh, going to register by February 19th at newhopechurch.cc slash conference. And we also have starting point and baptism happening at both of our campuses on Sunday, February 16th. Um, so starting point is a great first step here at New Hope to learn about who we are, what we believe, and how you can be a part of what God is doing around here. And baptism is an important step in your walk with Christ and a great opportunity for your New Hope family to celebrate with you. Uh, so be sure to go to newhopechurch.cc slash starting point or newhopechurch.cc slash baptism to sign up for either of those. That was Stuff with Tyler and Stay Fresh Cheese Bags. So glad we had this time together. Ooh. I'm so. Uh, that's oh, the ending of the Carol Burnett show, and I thought I'd just throw that um, out there. I like it. Yeah, it goes back a long time. Because yeah. you like earlier, you said I'm kind of old. And I know like old <laughs> I don't stuff. think I said that, but just said you know some interesting <laughs> things. Like, okay. uh, but we did we did some research. We did a little boop, boop, boop research on the whole animal mayor thing, and the first yeah, the ever, animal mayor. Yes, the, well, who was the first? What was the first animal mayor? So the first ever animal mayor was a cat named Stubbs. Stubbs. Yep. Uh, from I think uh, it's in Alaska, right? Alaska in 1997. Uh, this cat was nominated or elected mayor of uh, Tal Talkeet Talkeetna, Alaska. And was mayor from 97 until his death in 2017. He was mayor for what? To uh, 20 oh, years? Yeah, 20 he years. He was a 20-year mayor? The cat was? Yeah. Well, that cat lasted a long time. It's crazy. It was born, so so Stubbs was born in April of 97 and became mayor in July. So he was a pretty young cat when he first took office. Now, I heard he's got his own Wikipedia page. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's literally just Stubbs. Stubbs, parentheses, cat. Is, is there a picture a, of him in there? Yeah, he's a cute cat. He's a he's an orange tabby cat. Uh, is there, are there a list of any accomplishments? Because I'm still curious about right accomplishments it says uh, every afternoon stubs would go to a nearby restaurant and drink water laden with catnip out of a wine glass uh it says uh they found stubs in a box full of kittens in a parking lot the owners gave were giving kittens away chose to keep, chose stubs because he did not have a tail uh that's why he's called stubs he had been elected after a write-in campaign by voters who opposed the human candidates so he actually won against other humans. I mean, I, uh, against humans, it, not other humans. Sorry. Yeah. Against humans. Against humans. And he and he was a write-in. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is what needs to happen. Yeah, I agree completely. We need to rally, get our town around some sort of pet, and uh, go for it and see what happens. Yeah, Stubbs was featured. <laughs> Stubbs was featured in an effort to protest the 2014 U.S. Senate race in Alaska when people urged voters to write Stubbs in on that ballot. 
See, folks, Underground Nation, this is why you tune in for things like this. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing the news to you from 1997. It's Because crazy. that's the first time we've ever heard of Stubbs the Cat, the mayor of some podunk town in yeah. Alaska. But he's been there. He was a mayor for 20 years. That's wow. amazing. It's crazy. It turns out in um, August 2013, Stubbs was attacked by a dog, was placed under heavy sedation at a veterinary hospital. Uh, so it, he, Wow, that dog got jail, right? Oh, I'm sure. A uh, crowdfunding pay, page was set up to pay for his medical bills. Would you call that an assassination attempt? <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on who uh, orchestrated it. Like, if it was on the dog's own free will, was he also running for Was the dog mayor? trained by maybe one of the other candidates? I don't... Wow, there's... It gets, I tell you what, just, even with animals, politics can get pretty thick. Looks like other incidences including involving Stubbs include being shot by teenagers with BB guns, which I would classify then as an assassination attempt. Oh, my goodness. He fell into a restaurant's deep fryer. <laughs> <laughs> what? And he hitched a ride uh, to the outskirts of the city on a garbage truck. This cat is tough, man. I mean, you go 20 <laughs> years after all that. He just wanted to be part of the community, man. He's not like these politicians today that just hide away in their office. He's on the streets. He's with the people. He's riding garbage trucks. He's with the people. Stubs the cat. It's kind of like Thomas O'Malley on the Aristocats. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good throwback. Well, I tell you what, we we bring you the action here at the Underground, <laughs> and even though maybe old news to some people, it's new to it's us. Brand new to and us. So we were making new to you. <laughs> uh, hey, we've got a few things to talk about before we sign off here. Uh, one thing I want to sign about we I say I need to say as well. What was I going to say? I was, that's what I was going to say. You're going to say you have something to say. Wow! And here we go. We're, you're going to say Twister. it. <laughs> uh, I made a mistake. Oh, I am not very good with Instagram. Apparently, you're great, man. You're not I'm, old. I'm not that great with it though because I keep apparently people do DM us and I I don't see it until later because it's on, it comes under like a request. It comes as a request and we don't right. get notifications. Yeah. And Brittany Palmer. We owe you a huge apology. And a thank you. And a thank you all at the same time because you did share uh, with as part of our contest that we kind of put out there, share us on Instagram yeah, and so forth. Yeah, you were the first. On Facebook and just just screenshot your shares and send it to us. And we remember I was almost crying last week because we didn't you have were, anybody. Yeah, and you, there was no need for you to cry because Brittany did it. She did. And she it's messaged just a, us. It yeah. got lost in our Instagram for some reason. We didn't see it. It did, but now we it's have. It's terrible. And so I'm very, very sorry, Brittany. It's my fault. It's not yeah. Tyler Yoakum because he doesn't, I have the account. He doesn't have that. So I mean, it's yeah, my fault. but it's all of our fault here at, here in the under, in the new hope <laughs> podcast network. Uh, we accept the blame together. Yeah. But so you she, win. She wins. Yeah. You win the $25 Amazon Woo! card. And what we did was we prolonged the, we prolonged the contest one more week. And we said, we're going to give another deadline of next Thursday. Right. Coming up Thursday. Right. This is Monday right now. Yep. However, she, we don't we need found to do out, that. We found out this DM came to us on last Wednesday before yeah. the original deadline. Yes. So she wins. So, uh, Brittany, we're going to get you that card. Thank you so much for listening to The Underground and for sharing The Underground. And if you would, just out of celebration, share it again. Yeah. You know, and you say, say not, something to people not, like, hey, anything. I want a $25 Amazon card from those cool guys on The Underground. Yeah, go give them a listen, you know. <laughs> those cool, repentant guys <laughs> on The Underground. <laughs> they talk about cat mares. That's right. And so that's uh, that's a great thing. I also received another message, though. I did get another message from uh, Amy Avery. Oh, Avery. I'm sorry, I get the wrong. I was reading really fast, and I apologize. <laughs> from Amy Will, oh. uh, and she messaged and said, "I want you to ask Tyler Yoakum this question. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Who would win in a fight between Mighty Mouse and Mickey Mouse, and why?" 
Wow. Oh, man. I wish I knew more Mighty Mouse uh, statistics. Here I come to save the day. That's Mighty Mouse. Oh, okay. Well, that I'm I'm googling Mighty Mouse. I know I know quite a bit about Mickey Mouse. I feel like Mighty Mouse was an American. Uh, He's like the size of a real mouse, superhero cape, mouse character, big muscles. Yeah. What were? Uh, I mean, he was he was a literal superhero. What were his uh, superpowers? That's funny. You don't know who Mighty Mouse is. He included flight, super strength, and vulnerability. In some films, he used X-ray vision. Uh, he was also able to turn back time. Um, yeah, obviously, I mean, obviously Mighty Mouse would destroy Mickey. I mean, I love Mickey. He's a, he's an American institution, but that doesn't mean that he's in, like, he's invulnerable like Mighty Mouse is, so. Mickey doesn't not, it's not only that he doesn't have superpowers, but he seems to be weak in the powers that he does have. Whoopa! Yeah, it's like. Which may be more human. Right. Wow, that's so true. Honestly, like, Mighty Mouse could just turn back time to right before Walt drew Mickey. And Mickey would never exist. Of course, you got Mickey and Fantasia. He was some sort of wizard or something. Oh, if we go with Fantasia Mickey, it makes the fight a little <laughs> bit more even, I guess. But just straight up pure Mickey yeah. Mouse, like old, so old you, Steamboat. So your vote's Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Is that conclusive? Is that your final answer? I feel like there isn't another answer to it based on the fact that Mighty Mouse is a literal superhero. Well, for what it's worth, I agree with you. I think oh, Mighty cool. Mouse would totally just destroy Mickey Which Mouse. Which I hate. I hate because I've never, obviously never seen Mighty Mouse and enjoy Mickey Mouse. I'm not sure, Mouse, sure Walt Disney was thinking you know, of a Mighty Mouse when he was making a Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Right. Well, what's interesting, Mighty Mouse was... Steamboat Willie. Mighty Mouse was created by 20th Century Fox, and Disney has acquired the rights to 20th Century Fox, and they now own Fox, which means Walt Disney now owns Mighty Mouse. And so, so maybe, Mickey is stronger in that sense. In the sense that, yeah, Mickey bought Mighty. So let me give you a little quiz. What was Mickey's original name? Because uh, it wasn't Mickey Willie, Mouse. Steamboat Willie, right? Well, that was in the first movie, but that wasn't his name. Uh, oh, wait, don't tell me. The name Steamboat Willie was the name of the... It was his character in the first movie. It Wasn't it like... Wasn't it like Mortimer? Mortimer, Mortimer Mouse. Mortimer Mouse, yeah. Very good. Thank you. And that was without Googling. I, I'm no, very proud no of you. No Google. I, and that's yeah. something like before 1990. Thank you so much. So really, I appreciate really that. I was born in 92, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about stuff you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually you're really good about stuff in the 90s. <laughs> Yeah, I think I heard that at Disneyland or something. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks, Amy. For yeah, that, that was a good question. And I like send that. us questions. We love those kinds of questions. Anybody want to send us something, just uh, Instagram us at New Hope Underground. At New Hope Underground. And we'll find it. I promise you. Now I've got, now I know It might what be to a do. few weeks, but we will answer it. <laughs> and Brittany, we're sorry about that again, but congratulations on you winning. Woo. Now, we have had a great show. One thing I need, one more apology I need to make. <laughs> this is our apology tour. This is the apology tour. It was going to happen at some point. We were going to do question of the day. Remember we, we had a little brainstorm alert thing? Oh, yeah, about yeah. Question of the day, and I was going to do that, uh, but I, I missed Sunday. Yeah. Kind of sick. So anyway, we, we don't have that for this episode, but we're going to get question of the day on there here soon. Yeah. You so. also missed uh, here at the Effingham campus, Christy gave out your brother's book to somebody uh, in the congregation. Oh, she did? Yeah. Yeah, she Which read. Book? She read it, uh, "Unoffendable." Oh, okay. By by Brant Hansen. Just plug it, you know. Well, Just there you a little go. Plug, so yeah, my brother's written a couple books. Yeah, she read it. She she took a weekend. Her and her husband went away, and she read two books, and one of them was "Unoffendable," and she loved it. And she gave both books one during each service away. So that's awesome. Yeah, my brother is a pretty accomplished author. He's got his third book on his way out uh, next early next year called the truth about us. That's awesome. And I think it's his best one. And you're doing like some, are you doing a study guide for that one? Or you did? I did. I already did, did it. Oh, yeah. Nice. I've, uh, written a study guide. That's cool. So I, I tell you what, um, 
check that out. Brand Hansen. That's Miles Chat. And if, on if you want to know more about him, you can actually just go back on our podcast in season one. There's interviews. There's a couple bonus uh, footage, bonus uh, episodes that we have yeah. on there of, of me interviewing him. So yes, it's a good opportunity. So, hey, thanks for listening again. Underground Nation, stay strong. 